All right, guys, what's going on? This is the Monday podcast. You're here with your boy, T. Banks. Um, I'm ready to talk about some things that's been going on that's been weighing on my shoulders. Uh, first of all, let's get into it. Today, I'm going to be talking about Dragon Ball Super. I'm also going to be talking about why video games don't make it violent. And I'm also, also, also going to be breaking ground on this whole so-called new Pokemon game rumors that's going around about the Nintendo Switch. Let's get into it. Welcome Monday Podcast. April 2nd. Yesterday was April Fool's. Hope everybody had a happy Easter. Let's do this. So I'm sitting here and um, I watched the new Dragon Ball Super episode and listen, I'm not really impressed. I mean, they try to go for a different spin, but I'm really not impressed at it. Goku, yet again, looks weak. All right. It was cool. They had him team up with Frieza and everything like that. But Goku, yet again, looks weak. Goku was never my favorite character in the whole Dragon Ball series. The reason for this, because they always make him look weak. Even though they give him all these powers and stuff like that, they'll make him look weak in my eyes. In my eyes, Vegeta is stronger than him because Vegeta tries harder. You know what I'm saying? Goku just thinks he can beat everybody, but at the end of the day, he don't beat nobody. Come on. Android 17 wins the whole entire goddamn tournament. An android that's now a human wins the whole tournament. Nobody ever realized this. Even though, as you have to say, is that Krillin is the strongest human out of the Z fighters. So, it was kind of weird when he got knocked off. But then yet, Android 17 wins. I don't even think you can even call Android 17 an android anymore because he's not. So... Basically, I mean, the, the ending to that just, I don't know. It really made me upset, and I really didn't like it, you know? Like, hopefully the movie that's coming out in December is going to have Goku actually beating somebody, actually dominating the competition, not, okay, Goku's in here, he's some new type of Saiyan with a different color hair, and he fights this guy halfway, and somebody else takes over and kills that villain. I want to see Goku actually take out a villain and be the hero. Alright? I'm tired of it. I'm sick of this. Like, only person he really did get rid of was Frieza. And technically, he really didn't even kill Frieza. So, therefore, Goku really never beat a bad guy, if you ever really look at it. So, you gotta make this dude, who is the protagonist of the damn story... A hero, okay? I caught on to this when I was like 10 years old, alright? That's why I never looked up to Goku. Goku was never my favorite, okay? Gohan was more my favorite than Goku, honestly. And technically, I like the kid boo, so I don't... <laughs> I was just like, fuck it, I might as well just go with the goddamn feelings because this is the way or the path that I'm going right now because Goku is not winning these battles, Not winning them at all, and it's it's really sad. It's really sad. Okay, we're back. All right, this is basically I'm talking about 
this topic that's really been getting on my nerves. A lot of people I talk to them and I'll be like, hey, how come your kids don't play Grand Theft Auto or Call of Duty? And they tell me it's because they don't want their kids to be violent. Listen, video games do not make your kids violent. All right. It's the personality that your kids develop that might turn them violent, that might affect the way how they're playing video games. It's just all about how you need to know your child. Like I was growing up, I was playing Grand Theft Auto at the age of 10. Okay. And I'm 28, I've never had no tendency of being violent towards anyone. Yeah, I do get upset and I do have a bad temper, but I do get that from my parents, okay? So that was never affected by no video games or video games never made it worse. Only thing video games do is just put ideas in your head. But if you know reality from virtuality, then you will always know how to keep that separated. Now, if you have a kid that has a problem with keeping these two things separate and you see this, then all by means, cut him off the video games because yes, he will try to duplicate that stuff that he sees in the video games in real life because he cannot separate reality from virtuality. So I do recommend, yeah, cutting that kid off. But if you have a normal kid who knows how to separate those two, you let him enjoy himself. Let him have fun. Because you taking that away from a kid is just like you taking away hope from a kid, honestly. Because that can inspire a kid to do something or be better than what they're at. Hey, your kid might sit down and play Call of Duty and be like, hey, killing is wrong. I don't even want to play this. You know, you got to have them make their own choices. You know what I'm saying? You have to sit back and watch your kids develop and guide them but don't push them you know what i'm saying don't push them too hard because that's why i appreciate my mom and my dad because i used to play these violent games and hell sometimes my dad would play with me and it wasn't more like hey you see what's happening on this video game you better not do this out there in the streets no it was more like damn i'm spending time with my father and i really enjoy this you know what I'm saying? I'm really happy that he's here playing this game with me. But I also knew how to separate reality from virtuality. So I never had to have that problem having violent outbursts or anything like that. I mean, if I don't know how you feel, but if you're listening to this segment of the podcast, you know, just let me know. Uh, leave a comment, leave a voice memo and something like that. But I do feel that video games do not make kids violent. It's just that kid's personality that... He cannot separate reality from virtuality, and if you do see that in your child, take the games away. Take all the violent games away, because that kid is immersed in that. Alright. Okay, and I'm back, and that song you just heard was Aries by Mike Wilmay, got Pharrell. It has uh, Ray Shrum, Ray Shrum, I never can say their names right, I'm sorry guys, and uh, who else is on that? Quavo from Amigos, it's a really good song, I like it, I bump it every day, um, so, you know, check it out, watch the video, it's really bugged, I like Pharrell, I think Pharrell is a vampire, honestly, I really do think Pharrell is a vampire, I just have to put that out there, I think he's a vampire. But anything, this is the last topic of today. I'm here to talk about the new Pokemon games that are coming out for Nintendo Switch in December. Yeah, it's two of them. They're going to 
implicate the same style that they had on the Nintendo 3S and they're going to put it on the Nintendo Switch. Now, I feel that they do this every year. Regardless of the fact, they do this every year. And I'm a big Pokemon fan, and I will buy any Pokemon game that they drop. It's crazy, but I will do it. I don't care how much money it is. I will, that's like the one game I can technically just buy and not care about the repercussions of anything else. I think that game is like crack to me because I would do anything to get a Pokemon game, and it's ridiculous. But it's uh, a leak came out of a picture of a sprite on a Lapras, and everybody's in the com- Pokemon community is debating if it's real or is it fake. I personally think it's fake. Alright, because I feel like I've seen that picture somewhere else before, but who knows. I'm just more excited to know that they're going to bring a Pokemon game to a home console and not less let it be handheld. But technically, the Nintendo Switch is a handheld slash home console, so therefore, it kind of going to still give you that same vibe, but you'll be able to play it on your big screen TV. This is something that I always wanted as a little kid because, first of all, I don't like going outside. That's one. Second of all, I don't like bringing my handhelds outside. That's two. Like, I cannot play a handheld on a bus, on a train, or even walking outside because I'm too immersed in the game world. So, for them to bring this games, the Pokemon games to the Nintendo Switch is 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 wonderful it's a blessing and i really can't wait for this to happen now there's supposed to be a nintendo direct yeah the nintendo direct is supposed to be having news either this month or early may about these two games so we'll know everything now this can be hey new pokemon we get to see and experience or it can just be a remaster of an old game we don't know yet Everybody's making their speculations. Everybody's trying to find the leaks. Everybody's trying to figure something out about these two games that are coming out for Nintendo Switch in December. Me, personally, I can wait. I'm a very patient person. So, I mean, it is what it is, honestly. I'm just waiting and... Pokemon. This, this is... It's life. Um, So... This is the end of my podcast. I'm going to leave you with a little bit of good music. And uh, if you want to join my next podcast, uh, you can always hit me up in my DMs. Uh, my Instagram is Tshawn underscore Banks. Uh, you can hit me up on Facebook at Tshawn Banks. Um, you can hit me up on my Twitter. I think it's uh, Tshawn Banks 90. Um, so uh, you can call in, uh, accept calls, jump in for any of my upcoming podcasts, um, you know, and if you like this one, you know, give it a thumbs up or a like, uh, make sure you follow me on, uh, Snapchat, uh, what's my Snapchat? I, for- I forgot my Snapchat, but I will remember next time and I will give it to you guys, so, uh, peace, have a good day, love and salutations, T. Sean Banks, out.